Well, if it's happening in the city of Milwaukee, he is likely all over it. Joel Brennan, the Greater Milwaukee Committee president, joining us in studio. Where, where do you rank on uh, on your list here, Joel? We went through the uh, the wealthiest families uh, in Wisconsin. We thought we were looking for you there. That's a personal question, Greg. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm the only person who's not on, on that list who you could get to come in this afternoon. I think <laughs> yes, that, there you go. I said earlier, maybe if you did it by height, maybe I'd be up there alphabetical, something like that. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm not anywhere on that list. Fair enough. So now people are wondering, how tall are you? <laughs> well, uh, it's about 6'2", but um, I also have a 16-year-old son who doesn't like it when he doesn't get mentioned. He's six foot five, so there's, there's some height going in the family. Okay, I gotcha. Uh, a lot of big stuff to talk about today. Northwestern Mutual posting third consecutive record-setting year with $36 billion in revenue. Number one, when you hear $36 billion, that's one thing. But I was really taking note of the fact that this is the third consecutive year. What is that a reflection of? Because that timeline is critical the last three years. Well, yeah, and I think it's coming out of the pandemic and coming out of uh, some changes. I, I read a little bit about what they've been doing and how they've managed this. I mean, I think they've done well in low, in high interest rate times. They've done well in low interest rates. And it, it just is an example of, uh, of I think, how we in the communi- community benefit by uh, the planning and the way that they do things at Northwestern Mutual. We all know about what happens in the community and, and what they are and the $500 million building that they're now creating in, just after they did another one 10 years ago. So we all know that, but but this is the business side. I happen to, you know, we're shareholders. My wife actually works at Northwestern Mutual, so we benefit personally from all this, but, but so do thousands of others right. in the community. Joel, you're the president of the Greater Milwaukee Committee, so you have the, the eyes and ears of many business leaders from nonprofit to education to Fortune 100 here in Wisconsin. How many marvel at what Northwestern Mutual is able to do? How many try and emulate, not exactly their product and services, but the way they go about their business. Well, I think lots of people try to emulate them, but they're almost incomparable in this community. You know, you think about the Greater Milwaukee Committee has been around for about 75 years, and the founding organizations that were there, many of them have changed. The Milwaukee Journal was one of the founding companies. That has changed, and your business has changed so much. But over the course of time, M&I was probably on that list. Over the course of time, lots has changed in the community, but for 160 years, they've been a pillar here and something that we can count on. There are so few hometown companies now like you know you talked about walmart and the waltons like you know there's places in arkansas that that are you know you know that that's where the the waltons are but um for milwaukee and northwestern mutual they are just they are like the the hallmark they are in some ways so intricately connected and i think i've seen something where john schlisky has been saying that this is like the golden age of northwestern mutual and there's about to be a transition from john to tim garen yes. um which will happen at year end this year but but we are all, we all ought to embrace that as well because you know we we're the beneficiaries of that in this community and there are so few communities where that happens now I was just thinking when you mentioned John, that's exactly what I was thinking of, the fact that they, the CEO is retiring at the end of the year. That's a massive change, but a big company like this, they've also had a, a plan in place for quite a while to make sure everything is seamless. And they, they went through a, a process with that, and they, they made the announcement, uh, I think, at the end of January, the beginning of February. You know, right, so they yeah. have a, a whole year of that transition. And, uh, you know, again, we all see... The, the benefits and, and the skyline is changing as a result of Northwestern Mutual.
individual, but there's also the work that they do that that many people downtown don't see in like in neighborhoods like Amani and Metcalf Park, and they are so much part of the fabric of this community that you know, I I don't know that there are many other communities in the country that could say that they have a 160-year-old company that you know, has been paying dividends out since 1872, and many of us are, are benefiting from that, but they're also truly putting their money where their mouth is in the community. It's really neat to go inside downstairs. If I remember correctly, it's in the first level. You can go in and, and kind of read and watch about the history of Northwestern Mutual. Mm. It's a really neat thing to do if you get a chance. Joe, we have another company that is moving its headquarters to downtown Milwaukee. So Enterpac is moving from Menominee Falls to downtown, about 130 employees. They're going to take over the old ASQ building, yep. right, and rename it. So what is the lure? Why are companies doing this? Enterpac's not the only one, but they are the latest. No, Enterpac, and they're joining Veolia, who also uh, announced that they were moving into that same building. And, you know, just a, a little bit of family history, and I think it's going to answer in some ways your question. So I, I was part of Visit Milwaukee when we moved into the ASQ Center uh, back in 2001. That was after it had been Gimbel's for many, many years. And I remember telling my mom that we were moving there, and she said, oh, well, I used to work at Gimbel's in the women's department when I was in college in the 1950s. I mean, that's kind of, that's about the evolution of a community. It was a retail center for, uh, you know, for many years. It now had one life, and, and ASQ has been one of the hallmarks there. It has other tenants in there, and now Interpac is moving. And uh, part of the, why are they moving here? It's the same reason why Fiserv and, and Milwaukee Tool and others are here to attract talent, to be where the action is. You guys are right in the middle. You're now bookended by Fiserv to the, the west of you here, uh, where they're moving in in the next few weeks, and Enter, the Enterpac Center, uh, which is going to be to the eastern. And it's just, it's about kind of the the reimagination and the, the new lives that places like the former Grand Avenue have. You know, I used to work a stone's throw from here at Merle Harmon's Fanfare, the sports nice. fans gift shop, just across from where we are now. But And that was a point at which, you know, we could have downtown retail. That doesn't exist in the same way anymore. And so I, I think it's really exciting as we reimagine and recreate these spaces. If you have a, a city that's going to be vibrant for 150 or 200 years, you're going to have to have different lives and this is part of that this is you know companies that have d decided for a while that the suburbs was a good place to go if they want to have good young talent they're going to want to be where the action is and this whole place here where you guys are surrounded by the mmac and herzing and grafe and everybody here that's a reflection of that for this community well and isn't one of the developers on this new project wasn't that developer part of this project here at the avenue the, to redevelop and, former grand avenue and the other thing that i that, about this that i i read about uh this week is that um, Paul Sternlieb, who's the CEO of Enterpac, like this was one of the most complicated deals that the developer and the development project had been in. There were six or seven different parties that had to sign off on leases to do all of these things. And, and I think that's also, you know, you need people who are committed to the downtown and committed to this community, but you also <clears throat> can't take no for the first answer. You've got to sure. continually be at it and, and be creative and innovative about these things. And what you're living in now, the space that you have been part of recreating here, and, and what the former Grand Avenue has become in the Third Street Market. It, it's the right mix of businesses and the, the retail um, and the, the nightlife, the, the kind of 24-hour vitality that you need in a downtown space. Yeah, all part of moving at Milwaukee forward, something you do every day with your role right, with the Greater right. Milwaukee Committee. Joel Brennan joining us today. Joel, thanks for your time. Have a great weekend. Thank you, guys. Thanks for being here. You bet. 1224 on WTMJ.